0: Welcome to hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self love. Hi my beautiful souls, welcome back to hashtag loveyourself. On today's episode, we are going to talk about gaslighting and why it's so important to know about gaslighting and how it's connected to loving ourselves. Alright, so let's dive in. So the first thing is what is gaslighting? And it's interesting because the first time that I ever heard this term gaslighting was actually when I was 36, which I'm still 36 now, but it was this last year and I had never heard gaslighting before or if I had heard it, it didn't stick in my mind and it wasn't memorable to me. And I really didn't know what gaslighting was. Even when I heard it, I, it took me some time to do some research to figure out what these women were trying to say to me when we were having conversations and they were pointing out gaslighting was happening to me. So, first things first, gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation or emotional abuse, okay? And it's way more common than we actually think it is. Um, People actually might be gaslighting you and not even recognizing that they're gaslighting. Um, And it doesn't take, like, you know, a, a psycho or a narcissist to be gaslighting. Um, tons of people gaslight good people off their gaslight and they don't even recognize it. And I think it's because gaslighting and what it means and how to do it or how it shows up isn't really common knowledge. So that's why this podcast is going to be another powerful one is because this episode is going to Give us that knowledge and give us that awareness to what gaslighting is and how we can prevent it and how we can actually stop doing it. Because, um, after doing this research, I have found, like, just through you know my parenting or through my personal relationships, um, since I was gaslighted my whole entire life, um, in this way that I started to pick up on some things that to me just really seemed normal, some like just different phrases that we say to people that are actually gaslighting and it's like a light form of gaslighting, right? It's not as strong um, and abusive as some other um, gaslighting terms can be, but even just like small little things that we can say um, are gaslighting. And so we need to be aware of what those are. We need to, and we'll go into that in this episode. So um, essentially Gaslighting is like kind of a covert type of emotional abuse where the bully or the abuser misleads the person that they're trying to abuse, so the target or the victim, creating a false narrative, right? So they kind of like mislead them into believing what actually happened, um, making them question their judgments, their memory, their reality. And you'll see this happen oftentimes with people that are with people that like to lie or that are cheaters, um, that's super common because they don't wanna they don't want to be found out right so they're gonna skew what has happened even if the person was there like oh no, that wasn't so and so that you saw that was so this was this other person you, you're just you saw her from the wrong angle and you thought it was her I wasn't with her right So that's a that's a form of gaslighting right There's many forms and we'll go over those. but where did this term gaslighting come from right because gaslighting, Like, it's like, where did, where do we come up with that name? Um, it actually came from a 1930s play about a husband who was emotionally abusing his wife and trying to make her believe that she was actually mentally ill. So she, he would play these little mind games with her. So that's what gaslighting really is. If you think about it, it's all a mind game, right? Or a mind F, (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be cussing all over this place on this um podcast cuz I don't want to put that it has that type of content in it but essentially gaslighting is playing with someone's mind. And <clears throat> that's what he was doing in the play. The husband was trying to so stuff would happen in the house that he would do, right? And one of them was that they had gas lights because it was in the 1930s so instead of electricity they had the gas line that would go to gas lights in their hallway and throughout their house and when he would do he would go up in the attic and do some things the gas line would like make the gas lights flicker and she noticed it and she would say to him are you noticing it too? And he would say, no, I'm not noticing it. No, that's not even happening. I think that you're a little off. I think that there's something wrong with your brain, right? And and so that's where the term gaslighting came from. Um, but essentially, like we had just talked about, it's Essentially, you're playing with someone's mind, trying to manipulate their or minimize their reality and experience of it, um, usually to benefit the abuser for some reason, right? Okay, so one thing that's really important to think about for gaslighting is to remember that to be effective, gaslighting usually starts off really, really slow, like really unnoticeable comments things that you would like that you wouldn't even bet an eye at, right? Little tiny sentences and comments that really to someone might not mean anything, right? You might not even think about it. Um, but over time, those comments, um, become stronger and bigger and start to psychologically and emotionally damage the victim or the target, right? Whatever we want to call them. So, That's why over a long period of time when someone does gaslighting, um, it becomes a really effective tool, right? So it's not going to be something that's like super instant, like, because if you were to start out with a harsh gaslighting um, comment to someone, right? Like if you were just like to meet someone and on the first date, you're like, you're like, yeah, no one loves you, right? No one loves you. And I'm the only one that will ever understand you. Now, if you said that to someone on a first date, they are going to say, woohoo, this person's abusive and crazy and I got to get the heck out of here, right? But if you've spent, you know, 10, 15 years, whatever, or however long, maybe even, you know, two, three years, right? Laying the foundation, um, uh, like little comments here or there, you know, you know, stating that someone didn't like some, you know, the person like, Oh no, everybody talks about you behind your backs. And that's so sad. I'm the only one that doesn't do it though. Cause I love you so much. Right. And then slowly over time, no one loves you or understands you and no one can. Right. That's, that's usually how this, um, gaslighting is being used. It's over a long period of time starting out small and getting into the really, really abusive um, tactics at the very end, right? Um, of where the, when the relationship or the person in the relationship, the victim essentially is um, you know been abused for so long that they, um, that they believe. They'll, they'll believe the lies, that they'll believe that nobody loves them, that they're not lovable um, and that they' are or they're ugly. Um, that's why you'll see a lot of really beautiful women. Um, with these men, these abusive men, right? Who they're gorgeous, right? And and they think that they're ugly. They're ugly ducklings, and it's usually because they're being abused emotionally and being gaslighted and told that that nobody thinks that they're gorgeous. That nobody but but that person. So that's why you should stay with them. Is because that they're they're the only person that can see their beauty, that can see it, and everybody else just thinks they're gross, you know. So, um, okay, so. Let's talk about the reasons why this is such an important thing for our societies and our cultures and our new generations. Everybody should be aware and have the knowledge about what gaslighting is, right? And how to stop it if you experience it. So unfortunately, there are some people in our world um, who don't mind taking advantage of other people, right? Not everybody... Is born (laughs) um, into this world or raised with you know a big heart and very empathetic Um, not everybody feels bad when they lie right so um, and that's okay I really truly am a firm believer that our world with the diversity whether it being a good person or bad person with quotations around good and bad right because what is that it's just relative to who you're talking to Um, but we need all kinds of people in this world. We really, really do. We need the cheats and liars. We need um, the, the psychos and the narcissists, unfortunately, but we do really need them because you can't have good if you don't have bad, right? And you can't have light without dark. And so we need the differences in the world. But what that means for having differences in our world is that we have to protect ourselves, right? As, as human beings and as Um, souls that came in you know to these bodies on this planet we are responsible for taking care of ourselves and we are responsible for shielding and protecting ourselves from harm when it does come our way right and emotional and mental health or abuse right is extremely important and I know that in the past we haven't really taken that very seriously as a society but I think that um that needs to be something that we change right so hopefully, with this knowledge and understanding, we can do that. So, um, it's your job to love yourself enough to be able to be awake um, to how others treat you. I know for many years of my life, for almost thirty-six years of my life, actually, I um, I was really asleep to how everybody was treating me, and I think partially it's because of my childhood, right? Um, I so I was a I was used to being gaslighted from from. A, as a small child, but then as um, as I got older and as I became an adult, that just felt normal and felt comfortable. but also, I was really blind to seeing negative in people. I really and I think it was a coping mechanism right from my childhood, but it was I wanted to see the best in everybody. and that is a good strategy to do that on the light version of living your life right we can do that we can see the best in and potential in people um here or there but right there's a but to that um we need to be able to actually see the flags and we need to be able to, to live in reality of um, if people are going to be good for us or not because in the end there's nobody um that's going to come save us. You know, there's no rescue team um, out there waiting to um, come charging in and save you from essentially it's yourself, right? Um, so you've got, because if you can't see people for, you know, where they're truly at, how they truly view you and who they truly are, then um, then you're just going to get yourself in loads of trouble. And so that's what why this connects so much and it's so important um, with part of loving yourself, right? Cuz knowledge is power. And um I literally for 36 years didn't understand what gaslighting was and and it had happened and is something now that I've after I've researched, I realize and recognize um I've been gaslighted my entire life. I from a very small child I remember being gaslighted. Um so since um part of loving ourselves is having an awareness and having the tools and having um, um, a way to protect ourselves, we really need to um, take that part you know seriously and not just live in la land think that everybody has the best intentions like us right remember that everybody has different intentions and not to say that the world is full of bad people because it's not it's full of all different kinds of people a complete spectrum of people but it just means that you need to protect yourself in ways so that you can feel loving, you can feel kind, you can feel happy, and you can enjoy your life because that's what this is all about is enjoying your life. So um, when you are in healthy relationships, when you are loving yourself, and when you are putting up healthy boundaries to keep people um, from damaging you and um, your beautiful mind, then then that's the kind of life that you came here to live. So all right. Um, another thing that I think is really important a reason for us to like understand knowledge about abuse and abusive relationships and abusive tactics, um, are because I, this is one thing that I really have a really strong belief of mine is that when you're in a relationship, right? Um, so when we come down to earth, we, always know that we have free will, right? So even if you come down to, to earth with a plan or a purpose in life, um, we always come down with free will um, to be able to make our own choices in any moment, right? That's why like everybody's life isn't like written in stone, right? Like there's some things that you've, you came here to accomplish, some people you came here to meet, things you came here to do, right? Purposes, we all have purposes, but we all have free will right and free will is a beautiful thing it helps us make um, decisions in the moment it actually is one of the reasons the main reasons why life is so worth living and why so many souls want to come down to earth to experience this right is because you have that free will like you could do anything you want right so when you're being gaslighted right it's taking away your ability to have free will and your ability to make your own decisions, right? Because it's taking, it's um, minimizing and suffocating your ability to actually see the truth. And that's, again, like we talked, like I mentioned before, um, this is really common. Gaslighting is used um, when, when people, when abusers want to um, control someone, manipulate them, when they want to um, have them believe a storyline that's maybe not necessarily so true. Okay, so now let's go over what the common um, gaslighting scenarios are. Like, how how are people being gaslighted? And um, most commonly, there's gonna there's probably more ways than I am going to share with you today. But these are the most common ones, and these are the ones that you can really look out for, okay? So the first one, and this is the most common, is for you to tell people or tell someone you are too sensitive. So have you ever heard that? Has anybody ever said you're just too sensitive? Like that really wasn't even a big deal. And you're just making this into something that's not okay. That one I hear constantly. I've even been guilty of saying it to people because I heard it my whole entire life that I was too sensitive. Right. So then to me, it wasn't a bad thing to be telling people that they were too sensitive or that, um, that they shouldn't be so dramatic over something that I don't feel dramatic about, right? Um, And then uh, another thing that kind of goes along with that, someone being too sensitive, that they don't have, essentially what you're saying baseline is that they don't have a right to feel the way that they're feeling. And I think that this is, um, this is like, it's a tough one, right? Because um, we believe, right, that In most moments, you believe that you know, right? You really believe in your intelligence and you believe that, you know, like if you're fine with what has occurred, right? Then maybe someone else that it occurred to simultaneously that, you know, if they're feeling dramatic or out of control about it, that, that maybe they're, you know, wrong, right? With quotations around the wrong, um, And that's the, I think that's the problem is that we get into that space where we don't let allow other people to feel the way that they need to feel about any circumstance or situation or person or event in their life. And really that's not our place, right? Um, I think that everybody should have the chance and the choice to be able to feel however they want to feel about it. Now, um, where things kind of get muddy or get like um, different, right, is when you start, um, your choices of your, you know, emotions and your mood start affecting or being abusive to someone else. Right. So it's okay for people to feel, but it's when they take actions on those feelings is when maybe, um, things need to be said, right. Conversations need to be had. Um, and you know, now as a mom, after I've learned all this information about like gaslighting, I have two very sensitive little boys, right. Um, because they came from a very sensitive mom and a very sensitive father and um so my kids are very very emotional very sensitive um beings but and i remember before i learned about gaslighting i would say that to my oldest son i would tell him i would say i would say you're making a big deal out of nothing like he'd be crying about something that to me didn't warrant tears and i I would almost, it was shaming him essentially, which is sad to think, right? But I didn't know any better. So now that I know I can change my behavior, but, um, I, I did that where I would tell him that he was being too sensitive about something and, and that, that he was making it something that it shouldn't be. And instead, now that I'm like learning about this information, I'm understanding that, you know, as parents... You know, I know that it's hard. It's like the worst feeling in the world to watch your child cry, okay? Um, And to see them so hurt and so upset about things. But just so you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay when they have those emotions. You as the parent, you just have to remind them that it's all right, that it's a safe space and hold space for them in those emotions. And I think that that's really, really important for anybody in your life is to hold space for whatever emotion someone's going through is even if they're angry and they're raging, right? Like I know that um, in my past relationship with my ex, I remember we were really codependent um, in the past and when he would get mad, I would get really pissed. Like I would just instantly get mad like because I I couldn't allow him to be mad like because cause there was no reason to be mad, right? Like in my head and I think that that's, see that's um, another thing that's really important to recognize is that When people are mad, even if you don't feel like there's a reason or if it's warranted, right, to be mad at you or whatever, just recognize that we need to allow people time and space to be in their emotions. And two, that's healthy to allow people to be in that and not participate in unhealthy behavior or abuse or allow them to abuse you, right, put up those healthy boundaries. But to eventually be able to say, like, it's okay, you be in your mood. I'm not gonna participate in it because it doesn't seem like it's benefiting you and it definitely doesn't benefit me, but I'm gonna hold space for you and I'm gonna hold space for you to eventually feel better, right? And that's what I do with my son now is I hold space for him and I even tell him that, I am say, I'm so sorry that you're sad. I'm so sorry, this is so painful for you. I'm gonna hold space for you to feel better, okay? I'm gonna hold the space. And if you want to hug me, you know, and I give him suggestions, all those things, right? Um, So essentially when we're telling someone that they're too sensitive, it makes the victim doubt their own feelings, which people shouldn't be doubting their own feelings. Um, When you are told things um, are enough, you start to actually, or or told that you're, you're not enough, you actually start to believe it. And that's what I did as a child, is I was constantly told that I'm too sensitive or I'm not enough, and I actually believed it, and then I grew up. And I started living that way. Right. And then it becomes a vicious cycle because what you think you are, you are right. And you create. Um, So don't. So the best thing to do when someone um, tells you these things is to not engage. That's the best way. Um, Don't interact with um, someone telling you you're not enough. Okay, the next one, and it's really, really common as well, is deflection. So usually when um, this happens is, um, I see this in like couple relationships a lot, where when you bring something up that that the other person's done, right, or something that's going on that you kind of want to address, um, the abuser somehow finds a way to bring attention to either the opposing person, right, or something else, you know, so like deflects what actually you're trying to talk about, um, deflecting um, you know, the topic, right? And essentially, and so this, you'll see this a lot with like, um, liars and cheaters, right? They want to deflect, deflect, deflect. And the best thing to do is this is just to return, keep returning to the subject. So if they try to change the direction more than twice, it's most likely psychologists will say that usually if they try to reroute you twice in a one sitting conversation about something, they're usually not going to gonna like actually have a conversation so you just kind of have to put up your boundaries about what you're gonna do um as far as being in a relationship with someone that you can't have an actual conversation with right about something that needs to be addressed so um and then if you actually do bring up like true like you know facts um uh it usually becomes like a power struggle for the you know like someone that's kind of on like the deeper end of like being a liar or a narcissist, that kind of person, usually it's just going to be a power struggle and you're usually aren't going to get anywhere, especially if you're more of the healthier version of the person it's not going to, um, and if you're, um, it depends, but usually, um, naive or, you know, people who, so that's why you see a lot of younger women become people that are gaslighted more often, um, because it's, uh, it's usually a form of control, so... Anyways, so the next one is um, uh, the next form of gaslighting that happens regularly is the statement saying when you're conversating about something and and telling someone that never happened, okay? Um, Oftentimes we do question ourselves and wonder when someone says that never happened, like if that was an honest thing, right? Um, We'd be like, did it really happen? Like, or am I thinking? But um, when someone's doing this on, on the repeat especially definitely gaslighting but even small forms of like telling something someone that something never happened um if you don't have all the details to it like you're gaslighting them right and because you're making them question if it really did and they it did happen for them right um so this will um this will help the abuser so you know, obviously there's a spectrum of people that gaslight and there can be actually really good people that are not aware that they're gaslighting on the the left-hand side, right? Um, Doing it accidentally because it's um, infused into our societies and cultures. But then when you get to like the right-hand side where there's like narcissists and there's um, um, psychos, right? (laughs) Using these tactics, right? Um, The psychos will actually do it for to like kind of like throw you off. So to keep you on, like to keep you thinking like, well, I guess I don't have a really good memory because he's always saying that that stuff never happened. I remember this one girl when I was in women's studies, she was on a panel and she was um, heavily abused emotionally by her ex-husband. And one of the things she said is that her ex-husband would play these mind games with her and so like she'd get up in the morning and she'd have like an interview set and she'd be all excited and she would be looking around the house for hours looking for her keys and he and she'd be like asking him like do you know where i put my keys and he'd be like no and then she found she would find him in weird places like um the freezer okay and and then she finally got like a hidden camera and she realized every day he was the one hiding her keys because he wanted her to make her think that she was losing it, right? And so that's the thing is like, um, it can be really simple or it can be really extreme and it just depends. So it's obviously better to understand this information and, and be able to know when it's um, when you're getting into a relationship with someone who is a gaslighter versus then when you realize and wake up they're a psycho, right? Okay, the next one is projecting. So, obvious, oftentimes gaslighters they'll accuse other people of exactly what they are guilty of. So, this is like the liars and the cheaters, right? So, um, you know, they'll ov- oftentimes like want to accuse their partner of of you know sleeping around with other people, um, but it's because they have a guilty conscience and they're doing it themselves okay next one um next gaslighting tactic is isolation so they often try to make you feel alone right so what they'll do is um and they want they want to make you feel helpless like you have nowhere to turn that they're the only person that you can be with um that kind of thing so they'll they'll try to turn people away from you they'll try to cut off all the relationships in your life um so like when you're not there they'll they'll talk really bad behind your back they'll They'll make up stories about you that really aren't true, but then be like, but she, like, anytime I bring this up to her, it's just, I can't handle her reactions. And um, saying that you they can't handle that person is a common um, phrase of, like, trying to isolate their friends from them. And just making them seem like they're, you know, they're not the type of person that, like, she might go crazy if she knows I'm talking to you, you know, but I'm just worried about her. No, right? Like, if you really love someone, you would want... Um, you know, openness and truth and health, right? Like you wouldn't want to have those closed doors and those secrets and all those things, right? So, um, making, making, like cutting those relationships off, making, making you feel like, you know, you can't go anywhere. So this is a common uh, thing that they'll do is they'll say, they'll be like, you're so unique, right? You're so different than most people from most women. And I don't think I've ever met any woman like you. And, I really, I really believe that other women just don't get you. Other people just don't get you out there. Like, I'm the only one that really gets your good heart, your big heart. I don't, I'm the only one. and But I love you. And I, I know you. But nobody else does. That's gaslighting. And it's abusive. It's making you think that, no, that you're unlovable and that no one will understand you and it's not true. And that's the thing is there's, there's people for everyone, right? And just because you might not fit into like one group of people doesn't mean that, um, you, you won't fit into others. So that is very important. Make sure that if, um, your spouse or your partner is, um, saying bad things behind your back to your, your friends or your coworkers or anyone that, um, you address it immediately because it's really unhealthy and it's a form of gaslighting. Um, So are people who are gaslighting aware that they're gaslighting? So that was a big question when I first found out what gaslighting was. I'm like, okay, I'm being gaslighted, but does the person know that they're doing it? And either way, if you think about it, like it doesn't matter if they know or not, it's unhealthy either way, right? So let's just put that out there, that disclaimer. But like I said, there's a spectrum, right? There's there's cheaters, there's liars on, you know, more of the left-hand side there, but there's also then really big um, abusers, right? Manipulators, you know, narcissists, like um, psychos, right? That are um, more on the right-hand side. And so that's the thing is like, there's going to be a spectrum for everything. Um, it doesn't mean that, Um, if you just have someone maybe doing one of these, that they're a narcissist, right? That doesn't mean that necessarily, but what it does mean is that they are doing, they're using an abusive tactic to you and they might, or they might not know. Um, because most of the time, the the most common situation of like, uh, the abuser knowing or not knowing is really going to come down to how insecure they are about themselves, right? So, like, a narcissist or a psychopath isn't really worried about their insecurities as much, right? Like, they're more, their objective is, like, they think they're right and they can justify and they have no empathy for anyone else. They can justify what they're doing. Um, A person on the other side of the spectrum, more of, like, the liar, the cheater, you know, someone who's just really insecure... um, they know that they're not doing healthy things like lying and cheating and all those kinds of things, but they're really motive, singularly motivated to protect themselves, right? So, and their reality and their version of like, of like what is really happening. So because they can't be honest with themselves, they have to do all these things to make that other person not see the truth in them because they're scared of it, right? So um, yes and no, they they could know or they could not know. And like I said, I've been guilty of some, um, light, very, very light gaslighting, but it's only because I've been gaslighted my whole life and I didn't know that it was bad. And that's why this knowledge is power. Um, so anyways, so like I said, those are kind of the people that are gas, you know, those are the kind of general areas of where people are, um, mainly, Cognitively gaslighting, right? <laughs> um, but now now that we know who would be doing it right, and it's not like we have like a meter we can just go out to the world and be like, you're gonna be abusive, you're a gaslighter, you're a narcissist, right? We just have to look for the signs. Um, but once you recognize that you see these things that I've talked about in your relationships, or you experience them, or you see someone else experiencing them. Um, now how do we take care of ourselves, right? How do we stop the gaslighting? How do we protect ourselves? Well, so the first thing first is seeking an outside objective opinion. So if you have like a bunch of groups of friends and everybody's friends with you and your partner, maybe don't talk to anybody about the abuse that you're experiencing, maybe go outside of everyone and just maybe a really objective person. I remember that's where I heard the term the first time was from a person who didn't actually even live around us and knew us very vaguely and I just said hey this is what I'm experiencing does this seem weird to you because I feel really torn up about it and they gave me their advice and they actually said the term gaslighting so that's how you can actually kind of or even a therapist or a counselor can be that for you right so get an objective um, outside opinion um, building a strong sense of self and intuition. When you do that, you'll know you'll have a strong self and intuition that something's just off, something's not right. I don't feel good, right? Um, having your awareness and your knowledge that we're learning right here today—that's power, right? And you will—you can use that to to stop things and put up healthy boundaries when you have that awareness. Um, Writing down conversations, right? And things that actually happen to you. Making a log. Now, just be cautious that when you're doing this, it's not to shove it in the abuser's face and be like, see, we did have this conversation and you did say this and this and this. Because oftentimes, especially if you have someone and you might not know if they're a narcissist or not, if you have someone that's on the right side of the spectrum, um, they actually might um, get really like, in abusive in different ways if you prove the truth and usually they rage or get physically abusive and I've actually I've shown someone you know there there has been someone in the past in my life who I would you know be like okay well since you don't remember it I'm gonna show you and then they would just get really upset so it's usually just for your own sanity if you want to keep a log just to remember like okay that person is saying isn't happening but it is happening because I'm I have proof, you know, I'm keeping record of what I'm doing, what I'm saying, what I'm eating, whatever, right? Um, okay, next, um, setting healthy boundaries with people is super essential. That's one of the ways to get out of this is you have to set the boundary, you have to keep it firm, and you have to follow through. Um, and that's with a lot of things. The boundaries are super duper important. Um, and then another way is to not get angry when, um, they try to shame you or say things that aren't true. I remember that one is the one thing that I was super duper guilty of. I would get super upset, super stressed out. And, um, I would start being like, that's not true. I'm not like that. But when you do that, you're just playing into the, the the game that they're playing with you. So stay cool, stay even kill, and just remember to let things, um, let things go and then just not participate in, you know, maybe even being around that person or talking to the person if they can't talk to you or talk about you in a nice manner and see you for what you're worth, right? Um, and then you should never feel like you need to win someone's approval, um, about you or you know, you you should never feel like that in a healthy relationship. In unhealthy relationships, unfortunately, unfortunately you will. Um, so this is the quote that I'm going to leave you with that kind of sums this all up. If you have to chase love, it isn't love. Because love meets you halfway. And I remember the first time I heard that, I cried because I realized that that is what... It, that's the, you know, problem I've had most of my life is I've been chasing all these abusive people. Ch- chasing all these people that... Um, didn't see the best in me, but that's not real love. They don't really love me. You shouldn't ever have to chase love. It'll just meet you, right? It'll love you too. All right. Well, I hope that you learned so much and that you have this knowledge so that even if it's not just for your personal experience, if you, um, you know, see it in someone else's life and you can share it with them, I think that that is knowledge is power. All right. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care and don't forget. Love yourself. Bye.